Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and thanks for tuning in to Relationship Wednesday. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. And I'm Darren Noel. Um, we together run a thriving private practice in, um, throughout Illinois these days. So we're, we're, we have a physical location in downtown Chicago, another in Naperville, and we are opening uh, other places as fast as we can. Yes. We're also available online, um, and we have a digital portal that we use to see people um, virtually. And so we are full-service behavioral health, and the goal of our show, though, is to help you work on the relationships in your life that are important to you. And no matter who you are, what you're doing, you've got some types of relationships going on. And we talk about intimate relationships, uh, family members, brother, sister, mother, father, coworkers, friendships, all different kind of relationships. So these, so these affect our life, right, on a day-to-day basis. We want to make sure that they're using it to our edification and we can help our success. Absolutely. And what's your specialty? My background is in corporate America, and uh, I focus on resume consults, life coaching, and uh, uh, career counseling. Absolutely. So spring cleaning. All right. So spring is in the air. Spring is I, – I don't know about the rest of the country or the world, but we finally got some heat in Chicago. Yes, 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 And yes. we are skipping through the tulips because we're excited about that. But today I really wanted to focus tonight's show on doing spring cleaning. When I was a kid – um, we would get out for a week at school, and the school would actually do spring cleaning. They would sweep all the floors. They, that's when they would polish and shellac the floors. It's the, before we left, the students would clean all the boards. I mean, there was a lot of um, out with the old, in with the new going on. Yep. And I want to help you guys get that attitude in your personal lives and in your professional lives that you actually stop for a second, take a look at your life, and start cleaning out things that are unnecessarily cluttering your lifestyle. Because it can, we can get bogged down in just doing the same routines, and sometimes we seem to refresh it. You know what? I need to look around. This is not helping me, okay? This is holding me back. I need to get rid of this. I need to get a new mindset, things of that nature. Let me take this so I can take myself to the next level. Absolutely. And one of the <clears> things, <throat> most people do this in January. They kind of set resolutions. They say what they're going to do. It's a new year. But I'm a springtime girl when I do this yeah. kind of stuff because I feel like now is the time that everybody's kind of waking up. You're excited. It's like I can be outside a little longer. There's a little extra light. And to me, that light sheds light on what's happening in your personal life, what's happening in the world around you. So first let's start with talking about, um, let's just talk about nine areas to clean. And so if we're looking for some specifics, take a look at Huffington Post Healthy Living and they talk about spring cleaning your life. Also, um, some of these topics will, will be ones that you need to work on and some of them won't. A lot of people are in very good positions. You've been working really hard. You've been listening to the show regularly. You've been working on self-improvement, so you're making some changes. But nobody is exactly where they, where they need to be or where they want to be. Right. And so we're encouraging you to, even if you're good and you're going good to great, uh, take a look at your life. If you're mediocre and you're going from mediocre to good, take a look at your life. If you're less than average and you want to go to, you know, Whatever level you are, you can take a look at yourself. So one of the big things is spring clean your mind, right? I mean, to me, that's where everything starts because our words, I mean, our thoughts become our words, our words become our actions, right? Right. So we are thinking about a certain thing in our head all the time, and then all of a sudden we become that thing that we're thinking about. So if you're one that um, spends a lot of time talking against other people or doubting yourself, or judging other people, or doubting other people, 
your mind frame right? What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about most? What are you thinking about when you wake up in the morning? When you're in the shower, what's the first thing that pops in your mind? When you have a free second, what are the things that you're thinking about? Yeah, that's a great, that's a great one, Doc. Because <clears throat> one of those things sometimes I find that even the music you listen to, right, you get a rut, the music you listen to puts you not necessarily in a positive mindset. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So maybe you need to take a, listen to some different music, some uplifting CDs, some audio books, okay, some positive music. Okay, get my mind right. Let me stop thinking about the negative, but think about the positive. So mm-hmm. by the time I get to work, guess what? I'm excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm here again. But you know, oh man, I'm here again. What 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 can I do? This could be a great day. Mm-hmm. It just changed their mindset. Mike, your mind should not be a chore, right? Like there are people that come to me and say, Dr. Well, I can never shut my mind off. I can never get my mind to slow down. And they feel kind of bad about it because they want their they want to be thinking differently. So a couple things to work on in your mind. Let me tell you some ways to fix that. But let me talk about one second thing that goes on for people, not just their <clears> mindset, but who's narrating your life. What voice are you hearing in your head? Mm-hmm. When you're when you're jogging and you're going, at a girl, good job, way to go, Is are you hearing you or are you working out because mom told you to or are you working out because the boyfriend said it? Um, when you're critiquing or editing the things that are going on in your life, is it your voice or someone else's that you hear? That's a great one. The positive self-talk, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're going to do that self-talk for yourself, you know, <clears throat> there's books about that, about having positive self-talk, making yourself like a little script, okay? Mm-hmm. A positive thing to say about yourself to yourself, mm-hmm. you know? I'm excited to be at work today. You know, I, I live a healthy lifestyle, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, I have good work relationship with all my coworkers at work, you know? Um, my wife and I have a great relationship. Things like that, you know? That's, a that's an affirmation, yeah. right? So a couple things to work on your mind. One, what are you putting in it? So Darren mentioned the music you listen to. Um, what are you saying to yourself? What are you reading? So a couple things to look at when you're changing your thought process or affecting your mind or kind of cleaning out the junk that's hanging out in the back of your mind that kind of falls to the forefront when you, don't, when you least expect it or when you don't need it to. So let's be cautious about what we're listening to. What are we listening to on the radio? Are we listening to uh, what are we watching on television? Whose voice are we listening to? Who do you talk to the most at school, at work, in your family? So number one, change what goes in your head. Then what are some ways to change that? You know, you mentioned also TV. You mentioned a huge one right there. Uh-huh. That's a big one. I mean, there's a lot of shows on there. And, you know, especially like we watch shows right before they go to bed, right? So guess what? Absolutely. Your mind is that but right before you go to bed. Guess what? That's the thing that's processing in your mind throughout the day. All the negative violence that could be that you could have watched on TV. Guess what? That's what's spinning around your head at night. Is that really what you want to be thinking about throughout the night? Mm-hmm. Versus something positive and uplifting? Mm-hmm. There's something to think about. So <clears throat> a positive to that, a solution to that is changing your morning and your evening routine. So maybe waking up in the, mor- the morning with an affirmation. Maybe going to bed with an affirmation. Maybe using um, essential oils to wake you up, like mint in the morning. Maybe using lavender at night, like the things that you're, that you're doing right, before, right when you wake up and right when you go to bed. What you're reading, I'm going to encourage everybody, and um, whether it's a self-help book, whether it's a Bible, whether it's um, somebody's life story, read something different than what's going on for you. Mm. Read something positive. Hear somebody else's uh, story, right? Uh, number two, so you do your affirmation, you read something positive, watch something positive. I'm a believer that people watch far too much TV. A lot of us are not as productive as we could be because we're busy watching reality TV shows, we're busy watching um, murder mysteries, and I'm notorious. I love uh, cop shows and murder shows. I mean, those are things that I, I, I really like. But I find that sometimes I have to be careful because 
if I've watched the news and I find out that there were 40 shootings in Chicago last week, right? Right. Then I watch uh, Law and Order SVU. Right. And then maybe I read uh, Girl on the Train, right? right? Then that puts me in a particular mind frame. Right. So let's be careful, you guys, about what you're putting in your mind, what you're hearing. Like, for example, when you see, when you, I used to really get mad at my mom when I was a teenager because <clears> she did not, she was not a big rap fan. And she was like, um, you know, I think it's negative. So you're going to have to run all of the songs by me. And if you can't say every word in my face and look me in the eye, then you can't listen to the song. Oh, mama don't play. That drastically changed what I was listening to on the radio, right? Um, so I started listening to a lot more classical. Not that I don't I, – I still listen to hip-hop. I still like rap. But I'm very cautious of what the words are saying because I don't want to become everything that I – I don't want to become those things. So I'm careful what I see, what I say, what I hear, what I – because what you put in is what comes out. Absolutely. That's what you're going to be thinking about. That's what your mind's going to be processing. Mm-hmm. Guess what's going to be going in? That's what's going to be coming out. It's going to affect your personality and affect your outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe you don't have anything negative going in your mind. Um, maybe <clears> you don't have anything positive. Maybe you have nothing going on at all, right? So then maybe you need to take a class. Maybe you need to get active. Maybe You know, those types of things are always working in your mind. So the second thing is spring clean your relationships. So we did mine. Right. Now let's talk about relationships. Spring cleaning your relationships. How many people are dragging around baggage from past relationships? You know? I mean, like, you are with a guy, you settled on him, even though he's not necessarily who you think you want to be with, but you don't really think you're small enough or cute enough or pretty enough or smart enough or whatever enough to have who you want. Maybe you had some bad relationships, so you're dragging that into your forward relationship, Uh and you're just not where you need to be. Maybe it's a toxic relationship. Maybe it's physically abusive. Maybe it's, I mean, it could be any number of things. But if it's not, if your relationships are not helping you be better, feel better, do better, then you need to get out of them. Even I evaluate your friendships, right? So let's say you're someone, you have a friend that's a good buddy of yours, but somehow he's always, he or she's always doubting what you want to try and achieve. You know what? Hey, I'm thinking about going back to school to get my master's. What do you want to do that for? You know how much work it's going to take at nighttime? You already, you already got your bachelor's degree. You had enough. Okay, well, you know, I'm thinking about starting my own business. You know how many businesses fail? Oh, you know, you give you all the negative about. You know what? Sometimes you need to, you know what? I'm trying to achieve, go to the next level in my life. You mean that, you know, I need to clean my relationship. I didn't mean to decrease the amount of time I spend around this person who's negative toward me all the time or my dreams and goals. Mm-hmm. It's something to evaluate and think about. Okay? Absolutely. <clears throat> Maybe it's not someone that's overtly negative, mm-hmm. maybe it's someone that's a Debbie Downer. So they're not downing what you're doing, but they're always talking negative about what's happening in their life. Sure. Now, how many people have a friend like that? You get them on the phone, they want you to play therapist, right? So that's what no one associates is for. But if you're on the phone with your friends, you really don't want to play um, therapist with them. Sometimes you just want to have a conversation about <laughs> everything and nothing, but not all of their negatives. And sometimes hearing everybody else's negatives starts to put a spin on how you view your own life. It can be draining, mm-hmm. emotionally draining. Mm-hmm. I think another one I see people have, that friend is always in trouble, right? Yes. So, hey, oh, I need you to bail me out here. You out, you out with your friend, he's getting into a fight with somebody. Wait a minute, why are we trying to have a nice piece of time? You're causing a ruckus. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's causing a ruckus, getting into a fight. He's getting, he or she's maybe getting drunk, uh, causing problems and, and getting into a bar fight or something like that. You know, I don't want to have my life 
complicated like that. Mm-hmm. You may be saying, you know what, I want to have a peaceful, peaceful life. I'm not trying to have a ruckus all the time. Mm-hmm. So you may evaluate those type of relationships. And that particular example can be hard because maybe up until now you've been listening <clears throat> to everything, you've been able to do those things. But if we start talking about changing your mind and your thought process, then you start looking at the people around you knowing that they can influence you in some ways. And just because we're adults, don't think for a moment that we're not influenced by all of the people around us, right? That's why if you look at people, we all, I mean, a certain type of person dresses really similar. Like you notice you all start dressing like or shopping at the same store, doing yes. different things. So how much so a person's dragging you down with their constantly dramatic um, life? And let me say this, it may not even be their fault. Right. Maybe the cards were stacked against them, and they just it, it just doesn't seem to ever turn out right. Sometimes you need to separate from that and let that person heal and get better, and then you can maybe still be a friend. But you, And I'm not saying you have to tell somebody, hey, you're negative, I'm never talking to you again. Right, right. right? No, so either. you have the right to pull back some. Yes, you do. Okay? Yeah. And you owe it to yourself. Absolutely. You owe it to yourself. More than you say, you know, you need to be a best friend to yourself before you're best friend to somebody else. Sometimes you have to be your own best friend, mm-hmm. you know. Here's another example of a toxic person to, to get out of your circle. The coworker that hates mm-hmm. their job. The coworker that comes to you with a the conspiracy theory. The, the, the job gave us bagels. You know why I think they did that? So they didn't want to give us a, a, pay, a pay increase, but they gave everybody a bagel. It's a hundred of us. If, if it's a hundred bagels, then that's like, well, uh, uh, you know, like right. they just go through this situation. Job gives our turkey. We used to get 10-pound turkey. Now we've got seven-pound turkeys mm-hmm. you know, for Thanksgiving. The job didn't have to give you anything, but they gave you, okay, they gave you a turkey, right? But someone's complaining about that. Okay? Those like, type of things. Years ago, like years ago, many moons far, far away, I worked for a company that gave away turkey. And I have to tell you, I love my turkey every year. Absolutely. We would look forward to our turkey every year. It's like, I mean, you know, it's a turkey. It's a great it's thing. Christian, I'm, I'm right. going to eat it, right? There were people that would sit in the cafeteria and make jokes about the turkey. It got so bad, they stopped giving out the turkey. So now and no then everybody talked about, they used to give out turkey. <laughs> but one day in the town hall meeting, there was a complaint about the turkey. And I'm like, wait a minute. Right. Wait a minute. You can eat the turkey. You can get turkey to me. Right. You can take the turkey to your church to feed the hungry, the homeless. You can, I mean, you could, there's a thousand things you could have done with that turkey, but you bring it up in a town hall meeting? And for those of you all that don't, don't know what a town hall meeting is, maybe your company calls it something different. It's the entire shift, AM or PM, everybody getting together, talking about what's going on. It's like a reality day for the, the company, right. right? And people were complaining about the turkey. I was so upset because I'm like, are you serious? Something that the company's giving you for free, and they don't have to do, okay? But you're someone's complaining about that. So sometimes we can have those coworkers, or maybe you've got the coworker who um, they want to tell you how much work you're doing more than anybody else. I, I don't know if you noticed this, Darren, but <laughs> I noticed today that you did more work than anybody on the phone. Now, I'm not going to say nothing about it, but if I were you, I, I'd be asking for a raise. How many people have had that coworker? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and so when you find those people in your life and you find out that they leave kind of a funny taste in your mouth, those are people you need to step away from. So, again, you don't have to announce. I'm kind of the person, sometimes I make a boundary and announcement when I have to, and sometimes I just find myself super busy, too busy to be involved with that individual. So just something that you might want to look like. You want, might want to, you don't have to cut people off, but you may need to change their priority or position in your life and carefully choose who you allow in your inner circle. Great point. Great I mean, point. and the inner circle 
are the people that have your ear. Do you really want negative people in that inner circle? Right. Oh, go ahead. And in a inner circle of people who you're sharing some of your dreams and goals with to balance them off, you know, iron sharpens iron, right? So you may be trying to share them to help uh, get some information from them, get some encouragement from them. But if they're not doing that, they may need to come out your inner circle because all they're doing is, uh, you know, holding you back on your dreams and goals. Mm-hmm. That's the case. Mm-hmm. And go and go through our list of shows. Maybe about a year and a half back, Darren and I talked about friendships and mm-hmm. good ones and bad ones and which ones to keep. And we may need to revisit that sure. just to talk about how do you choose who goes in your inner circle? Um, so also, spring clean your love life. Any thoughts about that, Darren? You know, when we talk about with the relationship, but, you know, take evaluation of where you're at in your relationship. To me, spring cleaning from a love life standpoint is re- reevaluate where you are. You know, if you're dating, okay, are we, are we looking at marriage? Are we just kind of been dating for the last, you know, 10, five, 10, 10 years? You know, where's this relationship going? What are we trying to look to do? What are we trying to accomplish? Absolutely. You kind of have a refresher, say, where are we at? Are we on the same page? Or, you know, it's been great, but realistically, we don't see marriage for our, out of this relationship, even though we have fun together, we enjoy each other's company. Then, you know what? Eventually, we do want to get married, so we're agreeing that we don't, eventually, we're not going to get married. Then we need to part as friends and kind of move on. Here's the other thing. For me, Cleaning up your love life is less about the other person and more about you. Okay. Yep. You know, for me, it's more about who are you when no one's looking, and in your relationships, are you being the person that you need to be? Okay. Um, and people kind of know when they need to get when they need to exit stage left. So, you know, if you're married to somebody, you've been married thirty years, and you're saying they've been negative for twenty nine, we're not saying to walk out on that person. Right. What I'm saying is, who are you in the relationship in your love life? If you, what changes do you need to make, and how can you make the situation better? If you look at that and you find out there's no way to make the situation better, I can't even be who I need to be with that person, I don't want to be with that person, then that may be when you need to come up with an exit strategy. Good point. You know, here's another part of your love life. Are you committed in your love life? Are you monogamous? Are you supposed to be? Are you, you know, what, right, what, are, you, right. what are you doing in that, that situation? And so another thing to look at is sometimes people make mistakes. Maybe you cheat. Maybe you're negative. Maybe you're, you know, not being who you used to be in a relationship and the other person is holding on because of who you used to be. Maybe you're holding on to somebody because of who they used to be and they're not who they need to be now. But sometimes we can catch ourselves, the people can catch themselves in the midst of an error and correct it. I guess what I'm asking you to do in spring cleaning your own love life. So normally people take the stance of get rid of that negative partner. That's fine. You, you probably Some of you all need to do that as well. But make sure you're not the negative partner, and if you've made an error, correct it so that you don't have to lose everything. Be the person you want to be in a relationship. You know, if I say my, my mindset, I want to be um, in a monogamous relationship, I want to be truthful, you know, be that person then. Okay? Mm-hmm. If, you're not there, like, if you're not doing that right now, change and be that person. Absolutely. Be the person you want to be in a relationship. If you're negative and you find that every time I get with my spouse or my girlfriend or my boyfriend, I'm arguing with them, maybe you could stop being the one that continues the argument. Like mm-hmm. these are things to think about in your love life. And so just kind of taking a heart, sitting down with yourself and actively saying to yourself, am I really um, doing all the things I need to do to be healthy in my relationship? Right. You know? And if I have a bad mate, is it because, is there anything that I'm doing to contribute to the factor, you know? Right, and actively, Yeah, self-reflection, actively looking at that and then moving on when you need to, getting, getting over a situation when you have to, you know? Um, Darren, go to the next one. Okay. Spring clean your heart. 
okay? This really, to me, do some, again, self-evaluation of yourself in terms of where you at. Do you have some old grudges that you have? You know what? You need to clean up. Some bad blood you've had between people. Um, maybe your heart's not right toward a person. Maybe you have some jealousy in your, in your, in your heart towards some person. You've been uh, uh, mean or bullied towards some person emotionally, okay? Evaluate, am I in the right spot with my heart? Do I, am, I, uh, am I being good to my, to my fellow neighbor, right? Kind of the golden rule. Am I treating other people the way I want to be treated? You know, do a self-evaluation of that. See, is your heart right? You know what the biggest thing to me is about making sure your heart is right? Is um, yeah, you can forgive people. You can, you know, a lot of articles say don't hold grudges, don't do this. Here's the biggest thing. Are you in your heart doing all of the right things that you need to do? Mm-hmm. So, again, for me, again, this is self-reflection. And I think a lot of people feel like if I – a lot of people hold on to grudges because that's all they have. Do you know what I mean? Like, like in some sense, that's the companion. The grudge itself is the companion. Like, um, you find out to be the case? As for well. a lot of people, yeah. Okay. Because I think a lot of times people hold grudges because the other party has never actually asked for forgiveness. Mm, okay. And to forgive someone that hasn't asked for forgiveness is a chore, actually. It takes hard work to do that. I think the other reason people hold so, like, number one, I think we should be able to define grudge. You all can define grudge as you want to. But for, let me give you some examples of, of times where people um, hold what other folks consider grudges that I'm okay with. Let me okay. tell you why. If someone has raped you, harmed you, tried to kill you, um, you know, stolen from you, things of that nature, I think you still need to be aware that that person is a thief or a liar or a rapist. Right. But, but not have a – go ahead. That's more than a grudge, right? But, see, but no, but I think a lot of people, so they, in this article it says, toss the baggage they left you when they hurt you, right? right. And hurt is an ambiguous thing. I agree, I agree. And so I think you can toss the baggage. I mean, I think that's great to clean your heart in that way and not want ill will, like not wishing somebody dead or wanting somebody to drop dead. But I do think that once you let go of a grudge, you don't have to let go of common sense. So cleaning your heart is more about am I pure in the situation? Yes. And I think you mentioned, you know, as you added, if someone did a criminal activity, a criminal, um, something criminal against you. But see, to me, versus, that, well, I mean, versus someone like um, we were at a party together and they chose to leave with somebody else that didn't leave with me or something. That's kind of, I'm, I'm holding a grudge about that that happened five years ago. Okay, you mean, okay, you know, can we let that go and that type of thing. I'm going to play Angel's Advocate here. Okay, I like that. I like I'm that. I'm going to play yes, Angel's yes, Advocate. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not, I'm not a proponent of grudges. I'm a proponent of common sense. Okay. If you and a person leave out together and agree to stay together and leave together from the event that you get to, and right. they don't leave with you, they leave with someone else, and they basically leave you stranded, that's an issue. Um, you know, that's an issue. Or, I mean, here's other ones that people think are petty, and some of it is petty. Um, my best friend from high school starts to date the guys that I used to date in high school. I'll never speak to her again because she broke the code. Right. But both of y'all have been with somebody else for 20 years. You know, you know right. what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, so some of those things sound small, but a lot of times it goes deeper than that, and it's a steamroller effect. So there's some things that the current activity is related to that go 20 years back. This is true. And it's something that someone has to evaluate. Mm-hmm. You do some self-reflection that you right. talk about. Because holding grudges takes energy. It does. It takes a lot well, of energy. You have energy. to remember it. It could be years ago, months ago, years ago. But you're asking, someone has to actually keep that on their, in their mind, okay, of when I think about this person, I think about this grudge I have against them. See, I don't think it's that hard to keep it in your mind. 
I mean, I think people act like, oh, that's heavy. I mean, I've been holding this hate for 20 years. But I think most people wouldn't admit it, but it's much easier to hate than what people say it is. You think so? Oh, please, yeah. Don't take that much. I mean, yeah. But to me, it wears on you, the person, emotionally, I think. Yeah, sometimes. In my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I get what you're saying. Right. I'm just, I'm just making the point of it's much easier to hold a grudge than it is to forgive than what people will say. I think it depends on what the situation is. Yeah, I don't, but go ahead. Okay. You know. No, go ahead. I mean, I, you've been in situations where people hold a grudge. You have five people going out to the, the party. Oh, you get there. We can only let three people in. All right, I'm going in. And two people get left out. You left us and you just come out with it. No, nah, I'm going to the party. So, okay, let me give you a party example. <laughs> okay. Do you remember what, I'm not going to say old boy's name. Right, you know right. what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Okay, so we're under 21. Right. I'm in college. Me, a couple other people. I'm not, I can't, I, I'm gonna, I won't give you all the demographics because if they're listening, it gives them away. Right. But old boy, let's right. just call right. him old boy, made it to the door first. And so they carded him and they said, dude, you got to be 21. So he turns around, hey, guys, we can't get in because none of us are 21. <laughs> Whistleblower. Right. And they were letting me and a couple other people in. Right, right, Dude right. Dude kind of grabbed me by the neck, like the collar. Found out you weren't Like, right. ew, boop, like pulling me back. And right. I'm looking at old boy, like, you threw us all under the bus? Would you consider this a grudge? I don't have a grudge against him, but I haven't forgotten it. Right. Every time I see him on Facebook, <laughs> I'm like, this joker got me. Man, I can't, I can't believe he did that. And my friend, who I won't say, well, her connection is to me because she'll know who she is, right. was like, okay. Right. He messed up the joint. Like, we could have been, you know. And, like, first of all, dude, you're in my car. He right. was in, like, I, we had this big, like, minivan type deal because there was a bunch of us. And, like, all of us, and, like, we looked at each other like, dude, you just blew the mission. Right. And so the other guy was like, yeah, your friend got a big mouth. This is the bouncer. He said, hey, your friend got a big mouth, babe, shorty. I could have let y'all in. Oh. I'm looking at him like, you, you, you know. So they, and he, it's like he didn't even know he did now, that. How long ago was this doc? What, 20 years? <laughs> but, I mean, you know, I wouldn't, like, I don't want to be hit by a truck or anything, but right. he's a whistleblower. And that makes me think, like, he whistleblow on anything. Right. But that's not a good. So, anyway, okay. clean your heart. So, I don't yeah. wish any ill will towards him. Right, right, right. Take all that negative energy out of your heart that you've been holding on for whatever reason. Maybe you got fired from a job and you feel like they did you wrong, but maybe you're missing the, the blessing was you did get taken right. take away from that job. Right. So just things to think about. Another thing is um, bring clean your bad habits. Um, you know, a lot of people don't think about how their bad habits um, sabotage their lives in a lot of areas and mess things up, right? So what are some bad habits? Overspending. I mean, you name what the bad habits is. Overspending, overeating, um, being too passive. It could be any number of habits that you have that aren't lending positivity to your life, that aren't taking you as far as you want to go. If Again, sit down with a pen and a pad and write down some of the things that you, don't, that you see in your own habits that you don't like and fix those habits. Maybe you have a, a habit of sabotaging relationships. Yes. Maybe you have a habit of getting fired at a job. Maybe you have a habit of being overzealous. Maybe the habit doesn't seem like a bad habit, like a workaholic, like people that go, oh, Bob is committed to coming. He works 90 hours a week. You know, that's that, you, hit, you hit a trigger right there. So many things that don't seem like a bad habit, like, you know, some people in a sense, I need to be honest at all times. 
okay, but there's something called truth and love. There's something called a filter, okay? You, you don't have to lie. You don't need to do full disclosure to every single person you meet about everything. You know what I mean? But some people are like, you know, I've got to be honest at all times. Okay, yeah, honesty is a virtue. It is a good, good thing to do. But, you know, they, it could be some negative associated when you're honest at the wrong time or with the wrong people. So What's an example? Honest to the wrong people. Oh, you look horrible in that dress. You know, I just need to be honest with you. Um, that's a terrible haircut. I just need to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, does the person ask you for your opinion? Mm-hmm. No. Um, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, you're on a conference call at work, and someone, you know, the vice president's giving a presentation. Does anybody have any questions or concerns? And you're going to, uh, I really don't understand what, what, what the purpose of this program is. Right. Wrong time, wrong, you know, you should a one-on-one ask your boss that on a separate, not in front of the whole conference call. That's what I'm talking about. Honesty, you know, being honest at all times. You got to be use some discretion with that at times. Absolutely. It wasn't me that, that ate the muffin. It was Bob, you know, on the first <laughs> right. Um, no, I what what happened to the key? I'm not sure. I know exactly. Susie Snowflake says, I mean, like, you, you don't want to be five years old in some situations. Yes. And I think honesty, you know, a good person that I know told me, honesty without compassion is abuse. Oh, that's a good one. Honesty that. without compassion is abuse. And, I mean, when she said it, it's so commonsensical. Right. But common sense is no, so not common, right? Yes. So people feel like they can just say, you look tired. What are you? You look old. <laughs> right. Are you dying? Was that your wife I saw going Bob's house last night at about 10 o'clock when you left for Thursday? <laughs> I mean, a lot of things that people say are, they, they can be relentless and then say, um, I'm just keeping it I'm real. Just, all right, I'm just keeping it like, real. Like, when keeping honest. it real goes too far, we had to show up about yes, that. Some other things to consider when, you, when you're thinking about spring cleaning. Uh, spring cleaning your identity. Who are you again when no one's looking? What, I mean, are you trying to fit into labels or are you being yourself? Spring cleaning your body, like just taking care of yourself. The winter was hard on a lot of people. Take care of yourself. Spring cleaning your living and your workspaces, um, just taking care of the things that are around you. So just, just as a recap, we just have a few more seconds, but spring clean your mind. Spring clean your relationships. Spring clean your love life, your heart, your identity, your bad habits, your body, and your living in your workspaces, just to name a few. So have a great evening, guys. Take care, folks. Bye-bye.